Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis, and thank you so much for joining me in today's video. This is a three-part series on how the wealthy avoid paying taxes legally. So if you join me as a part of video two, I would love for you to go back into video number one and watch it in its entirety so this video makes a little bit more sense and that you can follow along this journey. In today's video, we're gonna discuss how the wealthy are doing exactly what the government wants them to do. And this is how they are able to avoid taxes and pass on generational wealth from family member to family member. If that's something that you're interested in, then you're gonna wanna sit in tight because I have a lot to discuss with you. Let's dive in. Dating is one of the hardest things to do because many people realize that as soon as you are trying to ask out a woman, it is so hard to understand what they are thinking. It's like a game and the wealthy understand the real estate game and they understand the money game better than any other taxpayers. Is it because of their studying tax law or they're going to a different school than we're going to? The answer is no, guys. The truth is, is that the wealthy have access to different information than the middle and lower class. And this information that they've been utilizing has been passed on to generation to generation. When you think about it, many stories that you might've heard from family members have been passed on from generation to generation inside of your family. Well, the wealthy choose to share different information with their children. They're sharing information about the United States tax system, about small business, investing, and this level of information is being passed on from generation to generation. Now, we talked about the cash flow quadrant in the last video, a tool that Robert Kiyosaki created to allow for investors and business owners and taxpayers to understand how income is taxed and why the United States federal government system is set up in the way that it is. And we really went into depth on how income is taxed. One of those quadrants that we really spent some time on was the big business owner quadrant. And we talked about how the big business owners are doing what the government wants them to do, as well as real estate investors, how real estate investors become partners with the government. What we need to talk about today is what the big business owners are spending their time on. There's really three things that big business owners are really spending their time on that allows for them to pay as low as 0% in taxes. Those three things are food, energy, and innovation. Let's talk about food. I am probably one of the biggest tax foodies on the internet because I talk about food all the time when I get on the phone with clients. I'm always trying to get my clients to realize that the, the meal business deduction is one of my favorites. The government altered the meal business deduction from 50% to 100% in 2021. I was stoked about that. I love eating out. And I know it's one of those things I really shouldn't be doing all the time. I know, save your money. I love eating out. And if it's a business expense for me, I'm gonna write it off. So food is one of those things Food is one of the items that big business owners and wealthy individuals focus on. When I think about this food topic right here, the person who comes to my mind is uh, Jeff Bezos. You see, Jeff Bezos is the owner of Amazon and Amazon purchased Whole Foods. And when Carlton was going through COVID-19 and he didn't wanna to go to the grocery store because there was a 20,000 foot line outside the grocery store to get in, I was able to utilize online Amazon Whole Foods to send food directly to my doorstep. And guess what? It's become the norm for me now moving forward. 
You see, when Jeff decided to purchase Whole Foods, he decided to buy a business that focused on distributions, but the business was really around food. Amazon's Whole Foods business is distributing foods to tons of taxpayers and individuals and Americans around the United States. And when you're focusing on becoming innovative, the government allows for you to take additional tax credits such as the research and development credit that we have discussed. But one of the things that Jeff is able to do since he has purchased Amazon Whole Foods and he's made the system so easy is he's able to employ employees. Guys, Jeff Bezos's company, Amazon and Whole Foods has thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of employees. By Jeff deciding to invest in other businesses like Whole Foods, he is creating more jobs and the government loves that, which is why Jeff Bezos paid 0% in taxes this past year. You see, all of these different employees that Jeff Bezos has, it's not like he's dumping all of his income out to them, but he's getting tax incentives for employing low income earning individuals. That's correct. When you employ low income individuals into your business or low income uh, community individuals into your business, you are able to receive tax incentives for doing so. Not to mention, Jeff Bezos also has a lot of key people inside of his business. I mean, how could you be able to run a business like Whole Foods without having key people coming into your business? That's why Jeff Bezos isn't just leveraging tax write-offs for employees, he's leveraging key person insurance, he's leveraging, I'm gonna just write this out so you guys have that. He leverages key person insurance, he's leveraging captive insurance, which means that He's ensuring certain people in his company that he can't afford to be without, and he's receiving tax incentives for doing so and building sometimes tax-free wealth. Guys, this is a game that isn't always talked about maybe in your tax office with your CPA. Maybe your CPA is just concerned with filing your tax return or getting your mortgage interest in your property tax statement or uh, adding up all of your little expenses that you had on your Excel sheet. But if you are trying to get to a place where maybe you can have some understanding of how the wealthy are leveraging the tax system, you'll start to figure out some of these different games that they're playing, even games with insurance. So it's important for us to talk about it. Now, we said outside of food that the wealthy focus on energy. I'm a big fan of energy because when I think of energy, the one thing that I think of is I think of Tesla. I think of Tesla because every time I go outside of my house and I go up to a street light there's, and I look over my shoulder to the left or to the right of me, there's at least three Tesla Model 3s and three Tesla Model Xs on to the left or to the right of my shoulder. It happens all the time. I see these vehicles all the time. And when you see these energy efficient vehicles, whether it's a Tesla or it's a, a Leaf, I want you to start thinking $7,500 every time that you see energy. Here's the reason why. If I'm someone who is looking to reduce my tax bill, I can go and purchase an EV approved vehicle and receive a $7,500 tax credit by the government. Guys, we talked about tax credits in the previous video. Tax credits are money, okay? So if I had $7,500 in taxes and they gave me a $7,500 tax credit, I have 
0% in taxes to pay. That is what it is. It's literally dollar for dollar. Now, this is extremely important for us to understand because energy is one of those things that certain entrepreneurs are focused on and certain entrepreneurs aren't focused on. Tesla is owned by Elon. Elon Musk is focused on energy. I remember watching um, on the news channel, um, it was about a year and a half ago, Elon was in downtown LA getting interviewed by this news broadcaster who was talking to Elon about how he was creating underground transportation bullet trains. It, it baffled me that he was even at a place where he wanted to do something like that, but that was what he was focused on. He was getting interviewed because he was creating underground transportation bullet trains that allowed for trains that to use electrical EV emission, the same type of emission that he's putting into his Tesla cars to be able to transport people underground, which is even faster. And when you think about it, even safer than being on top of the ground where all the other cars are, where car accidents can happen. So he is focused on energy. But last but not least, we have to realize what all of these tech guys are focused on. The I, innovation innovation. When I think about innovation, I think about Richard Branson. We recently saw Richard Branson hop into his spaceship and take off to space. Richard Branson is trying to make space exploration a real thing. He really cares about trying to get to space. He really cares about innovation. And when you care about innovation, innovation leads to sustainability. Guys, the, the world will not be here for forever. We, we all took the classes in history class. We saw that, you know, there's polarized caps at the top and the bottom of the world and the world's not flat, it's round. We took those classes. We realized that if we continue to live the life the way that we're living, we are gonna have way too many people populating the United States and eventually, or way too many people populating the world and eventually we may not be able to have it this world. That is some of the things that people actually think about. And the government thinks about those things too. And the government realizes that there's certain entrepreneurs that are gonna do something about it. And these entrepreneurs who are making actionable steps are aiding this letter, this word right here. They're aiding sustainability. When you're aiding sustainability, you are providing more research and development to the level that allows for you to virtually be almost tax-free depending on how much research and development you're doing. When you're doing research and development, you are employing employees. When you're doing research and development, you are doing innovative tactics to get to a place where we can have more sustainable energy, a sustainable lifestyle, and be able to live for a longer duration of time. These thought leaders, guys, that I mentioned are gonna have their footprint on earth by the things that they've been able to do. But it's important to understand how they built their wealth and how they're utilizing the United States system to do so. Now, one of the things that we have to talk about that all of these all of these wealthy individuals are focused on, right? So let's kind of recap. We talked that they were focused on energy. We talked about the wealthy individuals are focused on energy. We talked about that they're focused on food. And we talked about that they're focused on sustainability. Sorry for my grammar. I am a tech strategist, okay? So these three things all lead to what the government lobbies for. Okay, the government and Congress, they're lobbying for more energy, food, and sustainability. They're lobbying for this because they want more jobs. 
and jobs means more taxpayers. So it behooves Congress and the government to help aid the sustainability, the food and the energy that these big businesses are focused on. So as we vote and we try to figure out, okay, what is our goal as taxpayers? Is our goal to get to a place where we can be better employees and reduce our tax bill in the employee quadrant where we're working for someone? Or is our goal to eventually have more of our time back and still have money coming in? Is our goal to eventually become a big business owner and provide energy, food, sustainability? Or is the goal to become a professional investor and partner with the government to provide affordable housing? There's different paths that you can choose when you start to learn the game of money um, and taxes. But one thing that is, is for certain, many wealthy individuals will take actionable steps to move themselves out of whatever lifestyle they're not comfortable with into a lifestyle that they are comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with receiving paychecks every two weeks and you wanna get paid every day, start a business that pays you every single day. It's just a matter of taking actionable steps to do so, right? And, the, and, and it's just shaping your lifestyle by design. Something that I talk about all the time is having a lifestyle by design. Having a lifestyle by design might result in you eventually having investment properties. Maybe the goal is for you not to work in your job every single day and for you to be able to say, you know what, I wouldn't mind managing a couple property managers who manage my investment properties while still having cash flow come in so I can see little Timmy or little Billy grow up and actually be at the soccer games. Those might be things that you desire. Or you're comfortable being a part of a bigger mission, helping Elon, helping Amazon, Jeff Bezos, helping Google, helping Microsoft, and being a part of a bigger vision. But understand though, that when you join a bigger vision, the government understands that you are helping someone. And when you choose to help someone, you're giving up the lack of control. And when you give up the lack of control, it brings back into that E word, easy. And easy stands for employee. And when you're in the employee quadrant, you will always be limited on your deductions. When we go into the next video, we'll discuss exactly how the wealthy are getting ahead of you as an individual in regards to reducing their tax bill and what you can do to be more proactive to make sure that you're getting the write-offs that you deserve. I look forward to seeing you in the next video. If you like this video, guys, I'd love for you to like, comment, subscribe so I can continue to make more beautiful content like this for you and we can help out the YouTube algorithm. I'll talk to you soon.